Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, real estate professionals of all ages, we're super, 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 super excited today to be meeting with Nate Jones. And just so that everybody is clear, Jones is J-O-E-N-S, not J-O-N-S. For those of you who are going to immediately stop listening to the show and start looking people up, which I know some of you do, and, and John and I are eternally grateful when you do. So Nate is the co-founder at Structurally, and Structurally is actually, uh, I didn't have to have this explained to me by, by uh, John. Uh, Structurally is an AI chatbot that has many, many, many different uses, uh, some of which Nate, I am hoping, is going to explain what he's excited about uh, in terms of how you would use it. It could be used in, uh, in order to improve lead conversion rates, or simply engage leads and keep them warm and nurtured. Anyway, it's an interesting technology. We've never had a guest like Nate on the show before. Nate, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, appreciate it, Robert. Uh, thanks also, Jonathan, for uh, finding me, having me on. Uh, excited to be here. Excited to talk about all things lead conversion. Uh, that's what I get excited about every day. Uh, the AI side of things is just kind of... Uh, uh, cherry on top, but excited to talk about those as well. Um, I'm a I'm a co-founder here at Structurally. Uh, we've been in the market for about four or five years. I started uh, started this right out of school, so this is my one and only job ever, um, <laughs> which is uh, which has been a journey. Uh, you know, we've really focused exclusively on on working with real estate agents, lenders, leasing agents, kind of across the board, uh, help uh, improve their lead conversion. Um, I, I always like to say, you know, uh, everyone, everyone, uh, everyone gets leads, every business across the sun, but sometimes a lot of those leads get forgotten and that makes, you know, folks like you guys, I'm sure crawl on your skin because you, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, how the sausage is made when it actually gets to generating leads. And then all that work goes for nothing because, you know, we're kind of dropping the ball once we actually get the leads. And I think especially in today's market being so hot and crazy, that's that feels okay because you're still making money. But what happens when the market might shift at some point in the future? It, uh, you know, have those have the the blocking and tackling of lead follow up. Uh, you know, has have you done your job uh, to set yourself up for success in the future? That's kind of all things that I've been uh, thinking about talking about on my own podcast in the past, talking with inside sales agents, uh, and just generally talking to real estate agents for the last four or five years. Awesome. All right. So uh, before we we dive deep into that, and believe me, we will, uh, I want uh, the audience to get uh, reintroduced to the man behind the scenes. He makes, uh, he makes the MailRite show happen. I oftentimes say it. I just want everybody to keep understanding it's very true. I'm like a personality. I show up, and uh, but John does all the production, all of it. He posts the shows. He does the show notes. He contacts the guests. He talks to the guests uh, a few minutes before the show. He's literally every single foundational mo moment that is goes into this thing. It's all John. And he also happens to be a very innovative entrepreneur in his own right who's created a really cool uh, marketing system for real estate agents that uh, would kind of be something that they could jump into maybe before they jump into a bigger, more expensive system. I strongly recommend both him and his system, uh, the MailRite system. So mm -hmm. if you get a chance, please get reach out to him, give him a call. But in the meantime, John, why don't you go ahead and 
introduce yourself. Thank you so much for that, Robert. Every great man needs a good podcast wife. So <laughs> there, there we go. Uh, um, like I say, what Robert's, um, we combine the power of WordPress and Facebook to provide you more leads, a great combination of two great platforms and much else. So go over to the MailRite website and have a look at what we've got to offer. I'm looking really forward to our discussion. And just to finish, thank you so much. Uh, like I was saying to Robert, we had our biggest audience figures last month ever. And uh, I think the podcast is growing. Thank you so much to all the new listeners and viewers. You're much appreciated. Back over to you, Robert. All right. So we're going to dig into this a little bit. Nate has been kind enough and um, in true MailRite podcast show fashion. I actually want to start off with a curveball. You mentioned uh, prior to the show as we we're getting started here that you used to do past tense a show on ISAs and that you've since uh, seemingly, based on your language, abandoned the show. I'm kind of curious to know before we get into structurally and some of the more common things, like why did you decide to stop producing that podcast? Really no reason other than it's a lot of work. So my hat off to, my hat is off to Jonathan for putting all that uh, together. So uh, it was it was a really good time. It was really successful. We learned a ton. Uh, it's still public. So it's just the ISA radio uh, podcast. We interviewed uh, inside sales agents from across the country about their setup, their workflows, what makes them tick. Um, and it was it was a blast. I mean, we learned a lot. The the content that we uh, were able to produce was was kind of far and away um, some of the most influential. Uh, ISAs were on the podcast with us. Um, honestly, we just kind of wind it, you know, started to wind it down because of how much work it was. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's always opportunities to continue to talk about inside sales agents. Uh, cause I think it's a huge staple to a lot of, uh, companies that if they're not using them yet. Gotcha. All right. So for those of you who are Listening to the show who may be newer into your real estate career, when we talk about ISAs, many more experienced agents, teams, things like that, I'm sure all of you have experienced the pain of having to follow up with your own leads at the same time that you're working with existing clients and trying to close deals. It becomes a very, very tough, like Occam's razor of the average real estate agent where you just don't have time to do all the things that you should be doing. So something falls by the wayside which Nate touched on earlier, it's probably going to be lead nurturing or lead management. If the lead's not super hot, you're probably not going to chase it down, call them five times. That's when you'd hire an ISA, somebody from another country probably who'd get on the phone, call the lead for you, try to take it from a medium or neutral state, at least into a warm state, good enough for you to get on the phone so that you didn't have to call them. Is that, you feel like that's a pretty good explanation, Nate? Yeah, that's, that's spot on for sure. All right. So um, now we've covered that weird curveball, that tangent. Uh, for those that don't know, and I, I promise you, many of our, our audience does not know, can you explain in the most simplest language how you like, what is structurally like? I'm your average real estate guy. What is structurally this supposed to do for me? Text and email follow up with your leads, similar to MailRite, but also have the two-way communication back and forth once they reply. So it can actually plug into systems 
like MailRite, like others that do the outbound side of things. But once you actually get the response back, we have the two-way communication back and forth with the lead to kind of warm them up even further. Um, a huge kind of paradigm shift that we've seen in the past little while, probably a year, two years, maybe three years. Um, I'm sure everyone's probably pretty familiar with the, the phrase speed the lead. Uh, you get a lead, you want to be all on, you want to be on top of them within five minutes. Otherwise, you're 21 times less likely to convert them. We've kind of beat that to death for the last while. And we've put in play, we've put in systems like autoresponders that are doing that immediate reach out. Uh, we follow up with people for a long period of time. But what we've actually shifted to uh, seeing a more uh, successful focus on is speed to response. So from speed to lead to speed to response, because all of these uh, leads that you're actually getting to engage with you now, you've done all the hard work, you've generated the lead, you've got a, you followed up with them in a quick, uh, quick manner, you've got them to reply, they've replied, then you have to reply back and actually have the communication back and forth. That communication, especially over text and email, compounds. Uh, as your pipeline is growing, you might be talking to 50, 100. Some of the top ISAs we've seen are managing a 500 leads in their pipeline at a single time. So our product uh, has that two-way communication back and forth with those leads over text and email to either disqualify them or qualify them. Uh, so you can kind of follow up with those, those hot leads. Okay. Um, uh... I have a comment there, but guys, here's 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 a uh, a good indicator for those of you who are listening to the show. So, can you hear me, John? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I I seem to be. I thought I was blanking out there for a second there. Anyway, this is a very similar process, or and rumor is it might even be the process, uh, like like a, a Y Lopo would be using. So it's something where you could create. Um, many steps. That's why I'm so familiar with them, John. I, I have already been introduced and seen versions of the technology many times over. So it's it's something where you could you could add 20 or 30 steps into the process if you wanted to. Where somebody sends you a response, you send them another response, you send you a response, send them another response. So you could really nurture a lead a fairly fairly decent way down the conversation all without having to have a real human involved. Is that uh, a good summation, Nate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, John, do you... Uh, I, I can keep going at this all day long. Like, really, I can. Like, that I'm, go I'm ahead. Incredibly... Can you ask you another question. We've got another five minutes, uh, maybe, you, and I'm quite happy you to do the lead in this first half of the show. Okay. So, um, an interesting thing that... A question that I have for you though, is that you're billing structurally as an AI. And I think that that's slightly a misnomer because it doesn't do everything automatically. At some points, the, the agent and the realtor and the team get involved and they adjust the conversations to match their particular sales and communication branding style. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we by no means... Uh, want to say that you know our scripts are the best, our follow-up cadence is the best. Uh, agents know best; they know their business better than we ever will. Um, and obviously, you know, 
you want to tweak your uh, your vernacular uh, to you know loc uh, locality wise. Um, and our scripts, although we offer pre-built kind of out of the box scripts across the board that you can use for buyers, sellers, renters, investors, kind of every everything in between. Um, you can absolutely customize every aspect of our conversations, um, which you know is still kind of in the in the in line with AI. Um, the the AI side of things, like I said, kind of at the start of this, is what I like to say is the cherry on top. Like we we know the the brains behind the the system here is you know powerful for X Y Z reasons, but. It doesn't really matter. What matters is we're having high quality human-like conversations with leads um, because at the end of the day, that's that's all that matters. All we're trying to do is convert leads from cold to hot. Uh, and we do that by building all sorts of rapport, having empathetic human-like conversations. Um, and that's extremely important in industries like real estate and mortgage. Right. And it also can... Uh, the way that I would personally describe your service, and by the way, I have described your service many times to clients that have asked me about it. Um, and my clients tend to be more like real estate vets that have been in the business for a really long time, like power agents or small teams and brokers that have an independent brand in various places. And the way that I usually describe it is, hey, this might be something to plug in in the middle of a lead generation system where perhaps you don't necessarily want to invest in a human being structurally would be a system that theoretically you could put in the middle of everything that might eliminate some of the necessity of a human. I personally would not say all of the necessity. I would just say that it, it could, if you're running a big enough lead generation system, it could eliminate like the need for one or two bodies, depending on how comfortable you are managing an automated conversation and how responsive your operations person is to constructing the conversation. In other words, getting in there and making sure that AI is or the the automated version of the text messaging system is being scripted carefully by a responsive member of the real estate team. I'm going to give you a chance to retort to that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I think that's a great, that's a great spot to put, you know, a system like this in and, you know, one of the things that we've always said is uh, the role of structurally is to augment the role of an inside sales agent. That's really at the end of the day, what it does. Uh, if you don't have an inside sales agent, an ISA, you are an ISA. So everyone technically has one. Um, you know, if, if you don't have someone who's behind the scenes, dialing, texting, emailing constantly, that's on you. And if you don't have time for it, I understand, but you know, that's where it kind of comes down to uh, it probably falls by the wayside and you have uh, a product like ours alongside you acting as the ISA to uh, kind of augment your role uh, in that way. But that's that's spot on. Um, you know, you can kind of use structurally across the board, whether it's on brand new leads, whether it's on older leads that are kind of collecting dust, possibly. Uh, I know in a previous episode, um, I can't remember which one, Jonathan, I think you were talking about, you know, what do you do in a hot market today? Uh, and it, I think you kind of made the argument that you should shift uh, and shift and put your focus on your existing database. That's a, that's a huge use case for structurally or, or an ISA. Many of our ISAs that we're working with are 
focused exclusively on nurturing and converting their existing database. That's something that people use structurally for as well. So if you're more comfortable with having humans up front dealing with those net new leads, um, that's great. Uh, what we see a lot of teams is using structurally for those older, dormant, colder leads to try and bring some back to life and kind of sift through and mine for some gold in your database. Yeah, I think that's a good spot for us, Robert, to um, go for our break. And we'll be back in a second hour. Over to you, Robert. All right, lovely. So stay tuned. We're going to continue to have a conversation about structurally. I'm going to... Um, uh, throw something at Nate that he will not be able to answer, but that's fine. Um, and uh, then, uh, but I am going to give a huge use case that all of you are familiar with, that every single person listening to the show has already heard of, uh, and it's probably uh, an unacknowledged use case of structurally, so all of you can get a feel for how prevalent this service really truly is, how much you can truly do with it, because I do think that it is an incredibly powerful tool. It's been proven to be so. It's not even a guess anymore. They've already had a, a huge adoption rate inside a very powerful marketing company that's uh, taking over the real estate space. So with that, stay tuned for the second half of the show and uh, we'll be back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back. We're in episode number 299. John and I must be insane. We've been doing uh, almost 160 of these shows together. How John you, has... Well, you, you might be. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know uh, how I'm sure, John... I'm sure that's look, really looking forward to your other questions. As well. <laughs> it's, more, it's more of a statement. It's not a question. I'm not going to put him quite on the spot with a question because I'm, I'm fairly certain he probably has some kind of NDA that he can't actually answer. But with... But um, so... Um, I, and I figured this one out on my own. This wasn't something that somebody told me or anybody revealed, but, uh, just so everybody knows. But here's a great use case for Structurally. And since I figured this out on my own, and I'm pretty certain of my answer, um, I, I feel perfectly comfortable because nobody made me sign shit. Um, that uh, Structurally is probably one of the key elements that is part of Ylopo. And for those of you who don't know who Ylopo is, it's a big marketing company. And one of the primary uses that I've recommended Ylopo for is exactly the use that Nate just said on the show. Uh, it's pretty much an almost unbeatable tool to take and then apply to, let's say, and I have a case study even, Nate. I actually have so much as a case study because I put a client to Ylopo. And let's just pretend for a moment they truly are using their own customized version of Structurally. So what it does is it then reaches out to all of the customers uh, through a series of triggers, and the triggers are custom to Ylopo. I don't know what they are, but they're they're somewhere in there. And once a trigger introduces a service like Structurally into the process, like it's got like a text that says, "Hey, you were looking at a property like uh, in Monrovia. Are you still looking at that property? Because we have some new details, and we'd like to reach out and tell you what those are." Right? That's a text message. 
theoretically that structurally could send out. Is that correct? Nate, like yeah. that text message. All right. Yeah. Yep. So that text message gets sent out to a customer that has also already responded by clicking on um, like an IDX link and now they're in searching for properties. So, th so it's a double whammy in terms of follow-up. They've looked at a property. Now they receive a text message from you, theoretically, that's talking about looking at properties. It's an extremely powerful response system where combined with other methods in general, you could really encourage people to es essentially get on the phone with you via now the most i'm not going to lie to you i'm most excited about structurally in terms of text messaging like that personally for me is that's the only use case where i personally nate have seen something like this really fire on all pistons in terms of like lead generation i'm sure there's many other uses such as like facebook chat and and stuff like that but i haven't seen that like actually move the needle in terms of actual hard dollar ROI. I certainly could make an argument for nurturing, like I think you could, but I don't, but the text messaging bit, I've watched that take cold leads to warm. I've actually physically seen it in, an, in a client's account. So I can attest personally to the power of that. What came what made you came up with the, so I've, I mean, I'm not going to put you on the spot, man. I'm not going to make you respond to any of this. I'm, I'm going to ask you this. You're coming out of college. You've got your, you're literally, you've never worked a job, like you said. What makes you decide to create a chatbot for real estate? Can I intervene just for a second? For, if you I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm having a bad effect on you, Robert. Your questions are was getting as long as mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I can certainly try and respond to to all that. I think it's sure. all good, good and fair points for sure. Um, I think just generally, uh, out of college, you know, myself and my co-founder um, had always wanted to get into real estate in some way. We just didn't know how, uh, so we ended up just talking to hundreds of realtors like during school and saying, you know, hey, what's your day like? What do you do? What do you hate doing? And it was constantly, I hate following up with leads. I hate the behind the scenes stuff. I hate the mundane, set a task, create a, create a task, complete a task, send a text, send an email. I hate it. And I understand it. Uh, it's the mundane part of sales. The fun part of sales is getting in the field, getting face-to-face, -face, closing deals, uh, getting closer to that commission check. So we set out to say, hey, let's solve this problem of lead follow-up and lead conversion with technology, not necessarily throw a bunch of humans at it, like a human call center that have been around for 20 years. Um, but we knew going into it that we had to say, we need to create a human-like experience through conversation, just the same as a human call center does, especially in markets like real estate, mortgage, leasing. That's especially true. People are typically moving because of a big life event. You know, the 3Ds of real estate or whatever, death, divorce, disease. Those aren't, the, those aren't small things. People are typically moving because of those reasons or more positive reasons like a new job. So that's how we set out to build the product. It was a lot harder to build it that way rather than just a really rudimentary, basic chatbot. So we set out on the hard path to make it feel really human-like. 
uh, and put in, you know, purposeful typos that we correct on purpose, emojis, empathy, human-like uh, traits kind of throughout building this for the last four years, which has been fun, exciting, and uh, eye-opening. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I figured all, like, I fig like I figured as much, but I, I would like to add one addendum as a as a lifetime salesperson, and this is definitely, um, this is definitely something that I figured out over many years. So many salespeople won't necessarily bet be there, but I will tell you this: I'll bet you if you talk talk to anybody that's in the top one percent of their field, they will think like this. Sales isn't about, at a certain level, isn't about getting closer to the commission check. Yes, you want to get compensated. And yes, you always keep your eye on that. But you know what a great salesperson will tell you? At the end of the day, what they want to be doing is they want to be creating new relationships. That's what they want to be doing. They want to be in the midst of creating new relationships. Chatbots kind of start that process, but the real relationship creation doesn't start until you and I are face-to-face. Mm -hmm. So that's what most really great salespeople will say is that they want to get deeper into the relationship developing process because some people buy from you, some people don't. That's part of the process. Yeah. You know? I would absolutely agree with that. One of the things that we spent a lot of time talking about in our ISA podcast was the DISC profile, if you're familiar with that, D-I-S-C. Um, and like through and through, almost all of the real estate agents top real estate agents that we see are really high eyes, super personable face-to-face -face people. They love the relationships. And then if you look at like top ISAs, the behind the scene folks, really low eye. They don't like that. They don't like that relationship building, at least to some degree, not the, not the degree that the top, I, uh, the top agents do. But the best ISAs do really like building relationships. It's just kind of like, you know, they'd rather sit in their their room on a phone call, on a text, on an email, and build the relationship that way, less in person. So I, I completely agree. I think that you know the best salespeople across the board, whether they are ISAs, whether they are they are agents or just salespeople in any yeah. field, uh, are are looking to build relationships. I've got um, I've got a question, and then. We're probably going to have to wrap it up for the podcast part of the show, Robert, and then move on to bonus content. Sure. Which, um, my question on that is that I've observed um, there seems to be two buckets where agents kind of fall into that. There seems to be the kind of the Buffini, you have a small database, maybe 300 people, you keep them really tight. You invite them to events. You send them little presents on their. You have a database that tells you that when they have their birthdays, when their children have birthdays, you literally you keep them really basically tight. And that is strengths and has its own problems. And then you've got a set of agents that really, you know, they just want to get leads from Zillow, whatever source, and they ring them and they try and get there first, but they don't nurture either. Um, first of all, would you agree with that? And secondly, I, I think the agent is going to be successful in the next couple of years is the agent that can mix the two together in a coherent structure. What's your remark about that there? Yeah, I would I would agree. I think that that's a pretty fair uh, assessment to kind of group different agents' uh, philosophies into. I would also agree that uh, 
combining those two uh, creates a really healthy business. Uh, something that I've talked about a lot uh, in the past is, you know, the the right answer is never just one uh, one answer or one solution or one silver bullet. A healthy business in real estate has leads from Facebook, pay per click, Google, uh, you know, generated kind of on your own or with a system like Mailrite. Um, uh, uh, they also have a healthy flow of, you know, portal leads because portal leads are very expensive, but they're pretty low in the funnel typically. And you have a healthy system in place to nurture those existing leads that you have and your sphere of influence, uh, for the long, the long period of time. Cause essentially you've paid for all those leads over the, you know, over the course of 10, 15 years, we see people with databases in the hundreds of thousands. And you know there's people in there who are ready to move. So staying in front of them is essentially like free lead generation, or at least covering your expense on the the you know the amount of money that you spent on that lead maybe 10 years ago uh, to get them to convert eventually. So I think a healthy combination of you know your own leads, pay-per-click leads, portal leads, and uh, a system to to generate and nurture your existing database is a, a really good, uh, healthy business. So it's time for us to end the podcast, Robert, and go on to bonus content. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, real estate professionals, of all ages and sizes, we appreciate you tuning into the MailRight Show, which apparently you are doing in ever-increasing numbers. We question your sanity, but deeply appreciate your insanity. So uh, thank you so much for listening to John and I ramble on about real estate marketing. Thank you for joining us as we interviewed uh, Nate, who has been amazing and exactly what I expected that we would have, which is somebody who's on the bleeding edge of real estate technology. He's probably uh, a little bit stepped out in front of where many of you are, but I'm here to tell you, you probably want to follow him. You want to catch him when he's talking on other podcasts. You want to listen to what he has to say about automating your process, especially for those of you. Now, he hasn't said this, but I will say this. I strongly believe that Nate and his team at Structurally are probably something you want to look at. If you're making like your personal income somewhere between three and $500,000 a year or more, this is something that you would be ridiculously, it would be dumb for you not to try to look at this and see where you could maybe take out like a human being that you're thinking of installing in the process or optimizing the process. So um, that's what I've got for you uh, in terms of this. So John, uh, actually, wait, Nate, I'm going to go with you first. Um, I've just plugged you pretty hard. So how how are people going to actually follow up on this and like find you and follow you and all that good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, all, you can always just find us at structurally.com. We're, we're, we're trying to put out as much content as possible. I think I always like to put my money where my mouth is too. Uh, we love when people try the, the assistant, the AI assistant themselves uh, as a lead to get that experience firsthand, which you can always do that yourself at uh, testyouraiassistant.com. Um, actually. I think it might be test my test my AI. No, it's test your AI assistant. Sorry, <laughs> uh, momentary uh, brain fart there. But it's test your AI assistant dot com. Uh, so you can fill that out yourself uh, and uh, you know try and try and talk to it. Gotcha. Sorry, my dad's calling me. Guys, I apologize. He he uh, 
Never mind. It doesn't matter. He's a little unfamiliar with my podcasting schedule. Um, all right. Uh, thank you for that, John. If people would like to get in touch with you and perhaps talk about how brilliant of a human that you are, how would they go about doing that? Um, it's really simple. Just go to the MailRite website. There's a phone number on there. If you call it and I'm available, I pick up the phone. And if you just want a quick chat for half an hour about your marketing needs and you're looking for some advice, I'm more than happy to have a chat with you. So that you'll find the number on the website. Over to you, Robert. Lovely. And for those of you who are wondering when or how you should call Jonathan in particular, I would say anybody in the first one through five years of their career, if you are not sure what you're supposed to be doing about lead generation or you're frustrated with the options, um, he he might not be quite as knowledgeable about all the lead systems, but he's damn well close. He, like me, has interviewed hundreds of guys like Nate. And uh, we, like just like you said about your podcast, we picked up a thing or two. And so he can probably be incredibly helpful and the offer of his time is really cool. If any of you would like to learn anything about SEO or any of the, the longer term things that happen inside real estate marketing, I'm the dude for that. My blog is inboundrem.com. There's tons of world-class articles there that I've written myself or my team has written for me that uh, talk about uh, who the best real estate lead generation systems are, what tools you should be using, and the list goes on and on. So thank you for tuning in. We deeply appreciate it. If you're feeling inclined to be generous, please leave us a review on iTunes. I think we're still lacking a few. And Nate, are you okay staying for another five or 10 minutes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, we're going to do some bonus content. We're going to leave it a secret. It's going to be a mystery. You're going to have to join us on the mail hyphen right YouTube channel to find out what we decide to talk to Nate about for an additional five to 10 minutes after we in the podcast. With no further ado, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Mm -hmm.